Good morning. How are you? Are you okay? Mm. So, yesterday turned out quite nice. Unexpectedly, a friend messaged me and I thought he was busy. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to go out for a coffee? So we did and we chatted. It was really nice. One of my bestest friends. And the last holiday that I went on, we went on together. In like this, on the coast, in a hut, like this wooden, like, cabin thing. And it was really lovely just to go away. He needed a break. I needed a break. And he's really calm and quiet and gentle. So we spent a couple of hours chatting and relaxing. It was really nice. And then I came home and I made soft tacos. Flower tacos. They were really nice with a really beautiful... I'd marinated some chicken and I cooked it really gently. And I made some almost like a guacamole. Not traditional Mexican, because um, I need to study that more, actually, for more flavours and things like that. But it was, what I made was, I was honestly a little bit taken back, because the flavour was beautiful. So, I had that, um, ooh, oh yeah, I watched some films. I watched some more films today. And then... Drank some cider yesterday, which was nice. Not lots, actually. Like a bottle of it that I got, like this artisan cider. Um, and then the Netflix program that I was watching. Um, it hasn't come to an end, but you know, like when you're waiting for the next series, so I was a bit bummed out about that. Anyway, what I wanted to talk to you about was um. So, okay, I'm obviously doing this mental health thing and there's a whole like community of people on Instagram and everyone's doing their own thing and I get it, but it can be quite full on and if you're having a good day and you read these things, it can really drag you in to feel... I suppose um, annoyed or upset or <sighs> kind of questioning everything that's happened to you. So, I, whilst I respect that everyone is is doing fighting their own battle, um, I also understand that it can it can be really detrimental to your own mental health to not be on social media all the time. So. I support my fellow survivors completely and they support me. We have this really nice community which is is supportive and it's good and if you need to talk, they're always there. So I'm thankful for that absolutely 110%. But 
to we are all on a very different personal journey and I try not to be on social media a lot I mean I post stuff but I don't I don't look at anyone else's social media I've not unless it's like you know if I'm on um, Instagram and I see a picture now and again I might like something but um, I wouldn't I don't go on someone's profile and look at stuff the same as on Facebook, I don't do that. I don't go on someone's profile and look at what they're doing. Um, there's so much more to be doing in life, isn't there? Anyway, but I did happen to see something and it was relevant to me. And it was um, it was this thing and it says, you're hard, you're hard to love. And I don't get that. Because how can somebody be hard to love? I have had that said to me, that I was hard to love. And that, it's, it's, that wasn't true. Um, what they really meant was, I was, hard, I was hard to love because I didn't follow the narrative their idea of the perfect girlfriend is um, someone submissive and I wasn't willing to be that person. I wasn't willing to be abused, bullied, tortured, taunted, controlled, manipulated, gaslighted, love-bombed by a narcissistic, functional psychopath. That's what they meant. I wasn't willing to dress a certain way, eat only the foods that they wanted me to eat, talk a certain way, act a certain way, only hang out with people that they said was okay, do what they wanted me to do, say sentences certain ways that suited them. It's an endless list. But basically, I just didn't fit their narrative of what they wanted me to be. Because I'm myself, right? I'm my own person. I love me. And in fact, what was really strange about that was, is that when we got together, he begged and pleaded me for no reason other than his own insecurities to not change him which I would never dream of doing to anyone, when in fact, he had grand designs on changing me. Premeditation and well thought out manipulation is stone cold psychotic. This was all mapped out before I even turned up. Everything that that person did was premeditated, was orchestrated, dramatic, and really abusive. So, if someone tells you that you're hard to love, take a look at your surroundings and what's been going on. Because I can tell you now, you're not hard to love. You're just with the wrong person. So, 
There's also a, a thing that's really, really vital here, and it's about breaking that cycle. So, I'm in therapy, and I have my friends, and I've spoken about what I needed to do to move away from old patterns to form new ones that were breaking a cycle. Like the cycle of abuse, you know, like if you've been abused. And this is that what that is actually. So what did I need to do? What did I need to look for that was healthier? And guess what? I found it. The guy that I'm seeing, the person I'm in a relationship with, is open emotionally, physically. When we're in the car, he holds my hand. When we're asleep in bed, he snuggles and he holds my hand. He looks in my eyes and he asks me questions. And he wants the honest truth. Not like asks bad questions, he just asks questions because he's he wants to know what I'm thinking and because it's been so it had been so hard for me in the past because that person didn't want to hear and that's another thing you see so normally if I, I'm not good with confrontation so it's the fight or flight thing and I need time to process something because in the moment if something's confrontational naturally you can get quite agitated especially if that person's pushing you and it's heightened it's raw and unfortunately sometimes it can be without you know you're not in control of you're in control of yourself but not in control of the person and if the other person's aggressive it can be quite intimidating and quite scary so I need time to process something because in the heat of the the moment there is so many emotions going around and the tiniest thing can feel exaggerated into the biggest thing so if you walk away and you have some time and space which is something that I'm used to and I've always been allowed up until that point And you can evaluate and go, okay, rationalise it and go, actually it wasn't that bad, but I understand why I felt like that in the moment. But now I feel calm, I feel safe, and I'm okay with that. And you can let it go. But this person was like, yeah, well, I thought everything was alright, so, and then you go away and you tell me that it wasn't. Well, right, okay. Um, and asked me to speak in the moment about how I felt so I started doing that and all of a sudden that then became a problem as well surprise surprise so they want they didn't like the fact that I like needed time to think about something and that's exactly what they was asking from me <laughs> they couldn't walk away and think about something and articulate themselves emotionally and they also in the moment couldn't do it so 
mean everything was about deflection and mirrors and um, things that they couldn't do and things that they couldn't handle. It wasn't about me, it was about them. So, anyway, yeah, so that was a thing. But I don't have complications. Hmm. My friends are just there. Although they wouldn't accept some of the things that, you know, but they they aren't my friends, so I'm thankful for that. Because my friends would set me straight if I thought I'd done something bad. In fact, they gave me very frank, honest opinions on things that have happened over the last couple of years. Um, And, yeah. Well, I have my own mind, but ultimately, they just want to protect me. So, just remember, if someone tells you that you're hard to love, it's not you that's hard to love. It's them. They think they're hard to love. In fact, I doubt very much that they know what real love is. Because what I thought was real love manifested into emotional abuse, manipulation, a host of unhealthy things that were nothing to do with me. Guys, I've had relationships, I'm nearly 43, with some really lovely guys, and it's just not worked out. But that's okay, that's normal. Those guys have gone on to marry and probably have children and some of them anyway. And I'm still connected to those people, but only like on the surface, you know, there's no like messaging or anything like that. But you see a photo and you just think, that is so lovely. They're such a good guy or a nice lady, you know. Because I am bisexual, so I have. Yeah. Anyway, that's my business, isn't it? So, I... Yeah. My best friend is an ex-partner. From a while ago, and we spend birthdays, Christmases, every Saturday. And we talk every single day on the phone. Maybe once or twice a day. Just having chats about stuff. And we've done loads and loads of travelling together, actually. All over Europe and further, together. We lived together, we was engaged. And it just didn't work. But guess what? Because we're adults. We actually get on a lot better as, like, best friends, as friends. But we did have some really lovely moments together. He showed me so much and taught me so much about life and shared some really beautiful things with me that I'm super thankful for him in my life. In fact, he paid for the deposit for this place for me, my new place. Um, And he just helped me out. And he's my carer. I do have a carer. So I give him money to help care for me because it takes time out of his day to look after me because there's things that I can't do on my own right now. 
Just remember, you are a va- you're valuable, you're worthy. I am Sidel. I am Let Us Talk About It.